Why do you support refugees? I support refugees because my family were refugees. I support refugees because we are all God's children and we all deserve a safe place to grow in God's love. I support refugees because God made us all in God's image. I support refugees because I am a legal guardian of a minor asylee named Carol from Burundi. I support refugees because my Lord was a refugee. Because I welcome and I love my neighbor. Welcome to Hometown, a podcast from Episcopal Migration Ministries. I'm Allison Duval, And I'm Kendall Merton. And we're coming to you today with an in-between seasons episode. While we're preparing for season two, we have some important announcements and updates that we wanted to share with you. So we're going to hop right into it. And the first thing we want to share with you listeners is some information about how our government determines the number of refugees who are admitted into the country each year. So this is important, listeners, because you probably heard that in the last two years, the number of refugees coming into our country has dropped precipitously. But we got to kind of look at why that is and what factors go into those kinds of decisions. So to back up about two years... The Obama administration in their last year in office set what's called the presidential determination, which is the number of refugees allowed to be admitted into the country in any one year at 110,000. That is in the authority of the president. This was set up in the Refugee Act of 1980 that created the refugee resettlement program in our country that the president has mostly unilateral authority in setting the number of refugees who can come into the country in any one year. The president sets both the overall number, but also sets a region by region ceiling for the numbers of refugees who are admitted through our program. So as I said, the Obama administration set that at 110,000 for fiscal year 17. And then the Trump administration set the fiscal year 18 presidential determination at 45,000 which was the lowest in the history of the program. Devastatingly, we're on track to resettle less than half of that number. At current rates of resettlement, we are probably going to resettle only 20,000 refugees in this fiscal year. And remember, the fiscal year for the federal government runs from October 1 through September 30th. So not only was this the lowest number in the history of the program, one of our proudest traditions in America, we're on track to resettle less than half of the ceiling that was set by this administration. Furthermore, news reports, if you're paying attention to major news outlets, are reporting that the presidential determination for the next fiscal year, which starts October 1, 2018, could be 25,000 or far lower. So to learn more about the global picture, how our country's resettlement program is structured, and how different presidential administrations have approached refugee resettlement since it was written into law in 1980, you can go back and listen to Hometown Episodes 1, 2, and 5, which were called Welcome to Hometown, Where is Home, and Lost and Found. And they'll be at the bottom of your Hometown pod feed, released February 11th, February 18th and March 11th of this year. And we'll post links to these episodes in the podcast notes of today's episode. And the other thing to know is that the Episcopal Church has long-standing and strong policy on refugee resettlement that dates back decades. And if you've listened to our recent podcast called Our 1939 Moment, you heard a little bit about the history of Episcopal Migration Ministries and where our church's commitment to refugee resettlement began. Now we are advocating for 75,000 refugees to be admitted in the next fiscal year. 
When we look back at previous presidential administrations, we know that under President Ronald Reagan, the fiscal year 1982 refugee admission ceiling was set at 140,000. And under President George H.W. Bush, the presidential determination ranged from 125,000 to 142,000. So what's going on now, listeners, is not about our ability as a nation to successfully welcome and resettle refugees. We know we can successfully do this. In fact, refugees have become our neighbors, business owners, employees, and friends. And further to that point, people who were resettled to my community go to church with me. They sell me ice cream at this wonderful gelateria. They're my friends. So we know that this is not about our ability as a nation to do this. We have in the past, we can today. What this is about is political will. On that note, Allison, part of how we change political will is by speaking out about issues that matter to us, building relationships between neighbors, changing hearts and minds, speaking to our elected officials, and voting. And on the note of voting, folks, we really encourage you to check out the Episcopalians Vote campaign at advocacy.episcopalchurch.org. As Presiding Bishop Michael Curry says, Voting and participation in our government is a way of participating in our common life, and that is a Christian obligation. So to be part of the Episcopalians Vote Campaign, here's what you can do. Register to vote. Be an informed voter. Vote. Mobilize. Join lawyers and callers. I really want to join lawyers and callers. <laughs> so y'all go check it out, lawyersandcallers.com. And lastly, engage your faith community using the Vote Faithfully Toolkit in 2018, which we will link in the podcast notes. And last but not least, reach out to EPPN at EpiscopalChurch.org and get your very own hashtag Vote Faithfully stickers. I really want a sticker. <laughs> I love the stickers when I get, when I vote. I wear it proudly. So this will be an even better sticker to wear. Absolutely. And we're going to link to all of this in our podcast notes. Awesome. All right, listeners, we're nearing the end of this mid-season pod episode. So we wanted to share with you and invite you to our final Love God, Love Neighbor training of 2018. It's going to be held at Christ Church Cathedral in Louisville, Kentucky, October 11th through 13th. And don't be fooled by where it's located. Every Love God, Love Neighbor that we have done pulls people from across the breadth of this country and this church to come together to learn. And Love God, Love Neighbor is a three-day training, and it equips you to be an advocate, an ally, and an ambassador for refugees and the Ministry of Refugee Resettlement. It's funded by a Constable Fund grant, and this training it provides an in-depth exploration of the global displacement crisis, U.S. refugee policy, the refugee resettlement process, advocacy training for refugees, and organizing to help you welcome and support refugees in your own community. The thing I love most about these trainings, I think, Kendall, is just meeting people from all across the country. You know, we'll bring together local community organizers from Georgia with people who are doing work in Northern California, um, people from Iowa with people from Maryland. So I love that Love God, Love Neighbor brings people together from across the country and across the church and even friends who are not part of the Episcopal Church all coming together to learn and work and build strength and courage from one another. And you can learn more at EpiscopalMigrationMinistries.org forward slash LGLN as in Love God, Love Neighbor. And as I said, importantly, this is our last Love God, Love Neighbor of 2018. 
And it's also the last training that's being funded by that Constable Fund grant that Kendall mentioned. But we are really eager to continue offering Love God, Love Neighbor programs across the country. And we're seeking out congregations and dioceses, even provinces of the church and organizations who want to join with us to offer this training in their own local community. So if, you know, if you're interested in bringing Love God, Love Neighbor to your area, please contact us on social media or email us at emm at episcopalchurch.org. So we're going to say goodbye for now, listeners, but we'll certainly be back, especially when there is news that breaks about what is going to happen with the presidential determination and with the nine refugee resettlement agencies who currently work in partnership with the federal government to welcome refugees to our country. EMM is among those agencies, and we are very grateful to all of you for staying in touch with us, for your support of our work, and please do be attuned to your podcast feed for breaking news when it comes up. In the meantime, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we are EMM Refugees. And join in the work of Welcome by making a donation to Episcopal Migration Ministries. No gift is too small, and all are put to use to welcome our newest neighbors. Visit us at episcopalmigrationministries.org forward slash give or text hometown to 91999. Our theme song composer is Abraham Mawinda Ikondo. Find his music at abrahammawindamusic.com. And if you haven't caught up on all the episodes of Hometown from season one, now is the time. We'll be coming back with season two this fall, featuring even more interviews, backgrounders, reflections, and more. So stay tuned. And until next time, peace be with you and all those you consider home.